who's going to turn things over to Mr. Mark Weber to kick off this morning's first hour of Garden Talk. Good morning. Uh, it got warm outside. It did. And also, I've noticed whenever that happens, things tend to get a little bit more, a little bit slicker, especially on the sidewalks. <laughs> You might step on a worm, actually. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have spring fever yet, you're going to get it in the next three hours because it is spring and we're going to be talking about a bagillion zillion things. And we en encourage you and we want you to call us today at 457-1290. That's 1290 where you can get expert advice on your landscape. I want to hear from you. You got a gardening question? You got a question about your lawn, your landscape, whatever it may be. We have an open line for you. In fact, there's no less than four open lines right now for your chance to talk to me here on Garden Talk as we begin the first hour of what will be three great hours of radio on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome to the spring of 2019. And uh, we are prepared to help you today for no less than the next 180 minutes or three hours at, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. We want to hear from you today. This show is all about helping you, you the listener. If you've got a question about your lawn, you got a question about your landscape, you got a question about your trees, your turf grass, your vegetable garden. If it's living and it's green, we've got answers. We've got solutions. And more so, we'll give you the expert advice that you will get nowhere else in the world. And it's exactly the cool thing about it is there's a four-letter word that comes with listening to radio. It's free. <laughs> it's absolutely free. And uh, we'd love to hear from you today. If you'd like to be part of Garden Talk, there's so many different ways. Um, you can call us at area code 937-457-1290. That's 457-1290. We have no less than, uh, right now, three lines available. We've got our first caller this morning, which is exciting in itself. Um, and you can also join us live and we do live interactive chat at gardentalkblog.com. That's gardentalkblog.com where you can listen to the program. Also, if you're out and about, you can also listen to us via the computer at all the different downloadable apps. You can hear us all over the world over multiple channels and multiple platforms. And, uh, we'll be happy to talk to you today, no matter what your questions are. May be a little bit about myself. My name is Mark Weber. I'm the president and co-founder of a business born right here in good old Dayton, Ohio, called Mark Weber's Landscaping. You can learn about my firm at WeberLandscaping.com. We do lots of stuff in the world of arboriculture, horticulture, from consulting to uh, managing lots of vegetation around all kinds of things. And uh, we do a lot of inspections and things like that, and tree risk assessments and things like that, because I am a board-certified master arborist, been designated so by the International Society of Arboriculture, been an arborist, certified arborist since the 2000s, and uh, early, actually, in the two th year 2000. Um, and uh, more so, I'm also a certified professional horticulturalist, less than, I think, 80 people in the United States hold that designation. And so I hold a lot of other things, but uh, I don't want to bore you with all that. But I'm here to help you today. Um, we got to get charged up. We got to get excited. We got to get pumped up because spring is here. And it's a time for all of us to get excited. A little bit of a rundown before we go to our first call today. Coming up at 7, 630 this morning, we're going to talk about uh, in very interesting insect called white pine weevil. 
If you have dead uh, dead pine tree, particularly the tip top of the of uh, your pine being dead or your spruce being dead, uh, important information coming up at six thirty this morning. Also, we're going to talk about one of my favorite vegetables, which I have lots of them. One is broccoli. We're going to talk about growing broccoli and how good broccoli is for you. Ross will be talking about lots about crabgrass prevention, how to sow grass seed. We're going to also be talking in great specificity on how to manage and take care of roses. we got a lot to do today, folks. A lot to do. But uh, we want to hear from you at 457-1290. And without further ado, let's jump up on the phone lines at 457-1290. I'll make sure everything's on and perfectly aligned with the stars. And let's go talk to John John's in Piqua. John, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Thanks. How are you? I'm good, John. How can we help you? Uh, I had a question. I just recently uh, got a big old oak tree cut down in my backyard. Okay. And uh, I'm wondering how long should I wait? Um, well, I'm trying to get the, uh, the sawdust kind of stuff from cutting it down out of my yard. But I, I'm kind of worried because I was told that the sawdust could be very acidic and kill all my grass. Um, but I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure about that. So I just wanted to call and see how big how big was how big was the oak oak uh, that was removed? Oh, it was probably 40 or 60 feet. It had about a four foot uh, trunk on it. Okay, a space. Um, just realize that everything in life isn't like an instant drive-through at McDonald's. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. You know, a lot of times we we as human beings want everything done at the snap of a finger, and there's something called Mother Nature that kind of tells us what happens and what doesn't happen. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So what you are right now is you've gone from a or from an urban forest to an urban prairie. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. so there's going to be a transitional period here where that the, the remains of that tree, which are its root system and stump, are going to uh, slowly begin to disintegrate. Called that's called wood decay. Okay, and as okay. they as that as that organic matter and it's full of carbon decays, it's going to release all kinds of nutrients and other chemicals back into the soil that may have some effects on the remaining vegetation. Uh, yeah. So there's going to be a transitional period. You're not going to get instant grass. Let's be completely honest with that because that oak tree is probably still putting off some what they call alleopathic compounds into the soil. And, and what makes trees unique in the standpoint is all plants do this to a certain degree is they emit chemicals into the soil that inhibit the growth of other plants. They do that as a defense mechanism. Okay? okay. So one of the reasons why a lot of times we don't see, you know, grass growing well in our trees is because tree, tree root systems have this ability to chemically push alpha invaders. They do that as a way to survive. So you still get and oak is a is a very alleopathic species of 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 tree. So it's going to be some transitional time. You know, my general rule, my general thought with process is as much as that organic matter that's left is to get it the get it to de decompose as quickly as possible. It'll help the soil. Um, okay. I would I would recommend tilling it into the soil. Uh, okay. applying probably some fertilizer uh, to that general area, like some nitrogen, and, and nitrogen will feed what they call microorganisms, which in, okay. turn, in turn will break down that sawdust and all of that carbon that's associated with that tree stump. Um, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, so what you're saying is just uh, instead of trying to rake it all up and shovel it to get it out of there, more or less kind of... Uh, fill it into the soil and then use some fertilizer and kind of let it naturally. Yeah. And, and the end result, the end result of it is going to be more positive than, than the other. And this is why, because what you're improving is soil organic matter. Okay. Okay. Yep. And, and organic matter is, is really one of the most crucial things in soils. It's probably one of the things that gets the most, doesn't get enough attention with analysis with soil testing is organic matter. And, and, and by amending the soil like you're doing, you're speeding up the decomposition process. And more so, you're going to make that part of your landscape actually a healthier soil 
than it would have been otherwise. And, and the other take-home message to this, though, is, is that when you manage your landscape going forward, okay, mm-hmm. one of the learning points from this conversation is, is that when you mow your grass and the grass clippings or the leaves and everything you chop up with the mower, you're returning organic matter to the soil. And you're really rebuilding the soil every time you do that. So anytime in the fall, when you have lots of leaves coming down, don't rake them away. Just chop them up and throw them back down on the on the on on the lawn. And the other other thing that I want to say to you is is don't discount the fact that you should probably plant another tree. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. plan on too. Yeah, but and 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 the reason being is is we've lost so many trees related to diseases and and insects in the last you know, 100 years in, 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 in all parts of the United States and the world that we need to increase our canopy cover on so many different levels. We could just get every homeowner to plant one tree in their yard. We would mitigate a lot of uh, our air pollution issues and a lot of our um, issues that uh, we face with, 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 with weather and everything else. And I think the reality is, is we all need to plant and take our, take our place and do our job to help the next generation by planting a tree. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. And I hope you have a good day. Great question today, by the way. And if I had a prize, I'd give you one, but, uh, I don't have one. So, <laughs> okay. All right. John, Thank thanks. You. Thanks for the call and have a, have a lovely day and happy spring Thank to you. you. Good, sir. Okay. Folks, we want to hear from you today. This show is a call-in show, which means you call 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Um, and we would love to hear from you. When we come back, we're going to talk about kind of a cool thing is how to sow grass seed and make it successful. A lot of people struggle with this one. I want to give you some inside tips on that and much, much more. This is Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Everybody, it's Nancy here with my great, great friend, Christian Hahn of Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai. Now, Christian, this is a lucky month for folks who are in the market to buy a vehicle. Why? Well, Nancy, everyone knows now about our lifetime powertrain warranty on our pre-owned vehicles. Sometimes people forget that we sell new Toyotas. In fact, Nancy, I thought I saw you in the showroom last month. You did indeed. And I did not forget, I got a brand new Toyota Highlander and I love it. You know what I love so much about it is that the ease of doing business because you got the color that I wanted. It had all of the bells and whistles on it, exactly what I wanted. I'm glad you're happy, Nancy. And we make all our customers happy with a great selection, low prices, ease of doing business at josephairporttoyota.com or just come in and visit in our large showroom. And don't forget, we have the lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you on most of our 2014 and newer pre-owned vehicles. And I was able to shop ahead online at josephairporttoyota.com. Welcome to Tire Discounters. Oh, hi, Phantom. Hi, Mike. What's new, as they say? Well, it's tax time. Ever thought of sprucing up the Phantom Mobile? I go for function, not style. But now you can save up to $220 on select tires and custom wheels. Well, let's try it. (laughs) Mike. Phantom, it's breathtaking. You can't tell it's the same car. Well, it still says Phantom Mobile on the side. Right now at Tire Discounters, you'll save up to $220 on select tires and custom wheels. What is your online tax service getting you? Stop by your local Jackson Hewitt and get all the benefits of a tax pro. With Jackson Hewitt, you get 100% accuracy and our max refund guarantee. Plus, we're open late and on weekends to fit your schedule. So don't settle for an online tax service. Switch to Jackson Hewitt today. 100% accuracy guaranteed or local office will cover penalties and interest. Maximum refund guaranteed or your tax preparation feedback. Only applies to federal refund determined with filed tax returns. Terms and conditions apply. Most offices are independently owned and operated. See jacksonhewitt.com for details. For over 35 years, Buckeye EcoCare has provided quality, on-time lawn care service. The same state-licensed route manager will service your lawn every time, every year. The legacy continues at Buckeye EcoCare with the most experienced staff, custom lawn care programs, a 48-hour service call policy, and outstanding customer service. Since 1984, Buckeye EcoCare has been treating your lawns just like our lawns. 
Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. We have eight locations with tons of equipment, rows of cardio, and group fitness classes. We also have free childcare and free tanning. You can even do your cardio in our movie theater. Also, most of our clubs are open 24 hours, so don't wait. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. And I'm Clark Howard. We here at WHIO are actively working to keep your family safe. Safe from scams. And safe from severe weather. You can depend on AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. Good morning, everyone. It is 622, 22 minutes after 6 o'clock. Open lines right now, 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Give me a call. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from New Center 7. Rain likely throughout the day today. If you have any plans, make sure you grab the umbrella. We're looking at a high temperature of 58 degrees, breezy throughout the day. A cold front passes by, steeply dropping those temperatures in the afternoon and evening. As we go into the overnight hours tonight, we could see a few snowflakes before the precipitation is all said and done. Tonight's low 27 degrees. We're starting off with clouds on Sunday, ending with sunshine but much colder temperatures. High of 39 on Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar right now. We have overcast sky conditions. Now, what's interesting is if you would take a draw a magical line from greater Cincinnati all the way north up through Wapakoneta and Lima, it's pretty much where I-75 lies is where we have a band of showers that are all from that point in time along I-75 moving all east toward uh, Columbus. To the west, it's kind of clearing, but according to what I'm seeing in the radar, there's some stuff starting to build over toward Indianapolis. It was currently 56 at the airport, 56 in Springboro, 55 in Wilmington on the station that you depend on for Garden Talk for the last 28 years, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number to dial if you would like to be part of this broad, uh, broadcast. Uh, 457-1290, I want to talk just quickly about an important topic before we talk to Bob and Vandalia about his lawn is about sowing grass seed. Um, grass seed, when you buy it, it needs to be purchased to be sure it's high quality grass seed. Be sure to read the label of that grass seed and more so uh, by high, highly de developed genetically superior grass seed. They go, what are you talking about? What I mean is when you buy grass seed, you're buying genetics. And those genetics can be good genetics or bad genes. And what we mean by that is grass has the ability to be genetically superior, meaning provide disease and insect resistant, and also its ability to withstand uh, drought and its ability to withstand um, a lot of challenges. And good quality grass seed is sometimes hard to find. And I would strongly urge you to buy green velvet grass seed because it's been my life experiences that uh, they produce some of the finest grass seed on the planet. Don't go cheap when it comes to grass seed. 457-1290. And also one last thing before we jump to the telephone lines. When you're going to sow that grass seed, remember that seed has to be raked into the soil this time of year. You can't just throw it on top and hope that it grows and more so, be, make sure that you put the grass seed in the freezer the night before, before you sow it. And that way you will ensure that it will be successful in its germination process. Let's go talk to Bob. Bob, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How can we help you? Well, I, uh, I had my garden tested. And the soil, they said, when it came back, said it, it was very, well, it had no acid in it at all. They called it sweet. What was the pH? Uh, they're saying it was like six something. 
Mm, six would actually make it acidic. I'm sorry. That's what they were after. I'm sorry. Uh, they they said it was a little bit closer to almost eight, like in a seventh range. Okay. It's real important that we know exactly what it is. Okay. Oh, exactly. Okay, because this is why. This is why. Soil pH can run anywhere typically from zero to ten. I don't okay. think in my career I've ever seen one that's been ten or I've ever seen one that's zero, but I've seen them as low I've worked on sites where I have seen the pH as low as three, and I've seen sites where I've seen the pH as high as 8.9 to 9. Okay. So anywhere and then between there could be a whole, and it literally from each percentage point that you move, even a half, half a point in the scale is a large change in the availability of nutrients and how those nutrients actually contradict each other. Okay. So, which one is it for you? <laughs> <laughs> for me, uh, and and let me let me add a little bit to that, or ask you something. Does lime add or take away acid? Lime actually lowers acidity. Okay, that's where I think I fell into a little bit of a problem. It's a small garden, and I had heard that tomato plants liked acid. I was told wrong, or acidic soil, I was told wrong and added a bunch of lime to the soil, which now the people are telling me turned it sweet. Yeah, and this is why most vegetables like to grow around 6.5. Yes, and that's that's the number I was thinking of earlier when I told you. There's, their number was close to 7.4 or 7.5. All right, got to come down a whole point, okay? Yeah, so this is what you're going to – and when's the last time you got a soil test? Uh, that was uh, just last year, right at the end of the season. Okay. And what was the, the number again? It was around 7.4 or 7.5. Okay. So in your particular case, if you're going to bring it down – bring it down that down to 6.5 you're probably going to have to be somewhere between right around three pounds of uh elemental sulfur per hundred square feet or so and that may only move at a half a point but you you're going to have to go about 100 pounds of elemental sulfur per hundred square feet not a thousand but per hundred square feet you're going to need to apply that Till it into the soil at the depth of approximately six inches. Six inches. Okay. Yeah, and do that before you plant. And the other yeah. thing, the other thing that I would highly recommend is is what did your organic matter test at? That I I don't know. Okay, you need to know that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because uh, you, you you need you need to know that. See, there's more to this than just pH. There's another. Right. Let me put you on hold real quick if you if you don't mind. And let's, sure. let's talk a little bit further. We're going to do this and go in the garden. Once you get out of the garden, we'll talk back, okay? Okay. We'll be right back. More Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 6.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this morning. New word on the investigation out of Washington. That's been uh, capturing a lot of attention this weekend. Plus, we have an update on a Signal 99 call that was brought it from Miamisburg last night by cops. We're tracking rain on the radar this morning. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic not showing anything serious on those major freeways that's going to cause trouble this morning, despite maybe some slick spots still out there. We are seeing an accident on North James H. McGee Boulevard in the last half hour. And it is our top story in Washington. Attorney General Bill Barr says the Mueller report on the Russia investigation could be released as early as mid-April, but for some reason, for some that rather, that might not be soon enough.
Top Democrats, including House Judiciary Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler, are not satisfied. Nadler is standing by an April 2nd deadline he's set for Barr to deliver the Mueller report along with underlying documents. That's Fox's Jared Halpern reporting. In Miamisburg, three people are in jail this morning after a property dispute got out of hand. That resulted in a Signal 99 call from cops. That dispute happened on William Street just after 1030 Friday night. One of the suspects reportedly struggled with cops while being arrested and two guns were also found on the scene but were not fired. The three in custody are now facing charges including menacing and weapons violations. No one was seriously hurt. Well, now to Arcanum, where no felony charges are being pursued in the investigation of Police Chief Andrew Ashbaugh. This after a new report is released. The report says he used a fake Facebook account to talk to high school students. It says he told investigators he was using the page to get the inside scoop on the high school's drug scene. WHIO's Molly Coick says the report didn't turn up enough evidence for prosecutors to pursue felony charges. Ashbaugh is still on leave. In Dayton, a man accused of holding up dominoes on Wilmington Avenue at gunpoint is facing felony charges. 42-year-old Larry Taylor is indicted Friday on 14 charges, including aggravated robbery and gun charges. He's been in the Montgomery County Jail without bond since his arrest two days after that robbery on March 19th. Taylor will be arraigned Tuesday. Now, let's get the most accurate and dependable forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag. Showers likely throughout the day today, possibly a thunderstorm or two. We're going to be actually ending as snowflakes later today as colder temperatures move in, but we'll top off today with a high of 58 degrees. Cold front dropping those temperatures, those showers coming to an end as we go towards the midnight hour. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar shows some lingering rain showers in parts of the Miami Valley, but it looks like we could get a small break from the rain coming up in the next hour or so. 50 degrees right now in Troy, 55 in Springfield, and 56 here in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Hi, Pete Kasuja here in Old North Dayton, where my wife Shirley and I started our garden center in 1963, and now we have customers who come to us every year from Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. The reason for such loyalty is because they know that we have thousands of shade trees, fruit trees, weeping trees, dwarf trees, evergreens, and flowering shrubs, all ready to load. We also have 16 greenhouses where we grow thousands of bonsai trees and indoor plants and garden plants, berry and fruit plants, and don't forget our green mat grass seed. So today, mow in May. We're about a mile east of the Stanley Avenue exit on I-75, so come out to 1309 Brant Pike and be dazzled. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Get local news when you want it. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO have flash briefings now available on your Amazon Echo. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. Do you have a pine tree or a spruce tree that's got a dead top? I see a lot of them. And a lot of times people go, ah, they just got dry. When really below the surface, below the bark, there's an insect called the white pine weevil. In fact, the white pine weevils, uh, females, spend um, their winters um, cooling their heels, so to speak, um, beneath the duff of that pine or spruce tree in your yard. And as the temperatures begin to warm, they climb, they host their... The cl- they climb their way up to the top of the tree where they lay their eggs into the terminals and soon sap begins to ooze and soon 
the top of the tree dies. In fact, when we hit the place of where we are right now, which is about 84 degrees growing degree days, or when typically forsythia begins to be in bloom and speckled alder begins to do its blooming, as well as cornelian cherry dogwood, is the time when this weevil is doing its dirty deed. In fact, this weevil affects scotch pine, red pine, jack pine, pitch pine, eastern white pine, and all the spruces as well as Douglas fir. Indeed, this uh, weevil loves spruce trees. It just loves to take out the top of your spruce tree. In fact, this insect's found all over the United States. And uh, the bottom line is the way that you control it is by three effective means, one of which is an application of a broyer spray at the time that the terminals are having their eggs laid on them, which is actually right now. And there's different products out there that are listed for control. And also, you can as well, the second mode of suppression is that when the tops die, is to go out and selectively prune out the top and take out the insects that are inside that. And the third management strategy is to apply a systemic insecticide, much like Merit or others, which is applied to as soul-drenched applications to the plant to provide weed-needed control. So if you've got a white pine or a spruce tree with a dead top, let it be known that you need to have it checked out and managed by a certified arborist. You've been into the garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to give us a call, ladies and gentlemen, we would love to talk to you about whatever your landscaping issues are at 457-1290. And the gentleman that uh, we was talking to before about his soil tests, um, unfortunately, um, vaporized his phone call did. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit more about soil tests. Soil testing is one of the key essential parts of growing a landscape. But that poor gentleman that was on the phone is a prime example of why, when you get a soil test, you need somebody to read the results and guide you down the road on how to best apply it. <laughs> because in his his situation, because he didn't really understand what soil pH was, he made the big mistake, the huge mistake of applying lime, which made this condition, which was already previously bad, even worse. Because see, ladies and gentlemen, this is the problem. Without understanding and having the proper knowledge or understanding or the intimate information, it's really easy to make a mistake that can come back to haunt you. So that's why when you do soil testing, it's good to work with somebody who understands how soil chemistries work, knows how these materials work and how they can actually counteract each other. In fact, one of the things that I find really frustrating to me, um, I read a lot of soil tests and I write a lot of soil reports. And I will tell you, can tell you some horror stories when it comes to this issue. And one of the things that I see a lot of times is, is where people have properties where they apply materials and actually counteract and uh, hurt the plants in their landscape. By doing so, let's head to the telephone lines at 457-1290. Let's go talk to Tony. Tony, good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm good. How can we help you? I am thinking about planting some apple trees. Okay, and great. And I've never planted apple trees before. Okay. My wife is under the suspicion that there's a male and a female apple tree that I have to have both for <laughs> produce fruit. And I said, no. Well, Please she's there's there's a there's a golden rule here, okay? You know what the, the golden rule is, Tony? Uh-uh. You never argue with your wife. Well, that's true. <laughs> so that's why she's in bed and I'm calling in behind oh, her back. Oh, yeah, she got to get her out of bed. No, no. Okay, I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. Okay, she's kind of right and kind of wrong. Well, let's kind of go through this, okay? Okay. Um, apple trees um 
typically you require uh, another species of apple tree for pollination. Okay. Does that make sense? So in other words, for example, if I'm going to grow red delicious, okay, uh-huh. I am going to need a cross pollinator. Not so much that I need a need a, a boy or a girl, but I need another type of apple that's close by for pollination. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And what orchard people will do is, for example, if they want to grow red delicious. They'll plant um, like a row of Red Delicious, and next to it, they'll have a row of like Macintosh or Jonathan, because Jonathan or Macintosh will help pollinate um, Red Delicious. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I'm learning. Yeah, so it's important that when you plant an orchard, particularly with with fruit, you're planting it so that you get cross pollination. So, in other words, if you're planting just one species of apple it's likely that you're not going to have a very successful orchard without putting in some pollinators as part of that orchard and some 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 orchard people will actually um, um, blend in crab apples for example as a as an additional pollen source that improves the ability of of the fruit to form because remember how this works is the pollen that's on the stamen of the flower has to get transferred to the pistillate. The pistillate's that part in the center. Correct. And when the pollen touches the pistil, then it grows grows down the pollen tube and forms what they call a zygote. And the zygote is what becomes becomes the seed of the apple, okay? Right. So if you don't complete that, that process of seed formation, the fruit will never fully form. So one of the problems is that you have to have pollen from other species of apples to complete that process of zygote formation. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So that's why whatever your desired variety of fruit is, then you need to go through what they call a pollination chart. And there's lots of them out there that you can actually look up and cross-pollinate and figure out what is going to be your best uh cross-pollinator. So, for example, I'm going to give you some crab apples, varieties like Crimson Gold and Indian Summer and Mount Blanc and Snowdrift and Whitney and Wickerson are varieties of, of, of crab apples that a lot of times that, that will be planted near an orchard and other varieties of apples that provide excellent po- cross-pollinators. Excuse me. Here's four, six varieties of apples that do not need cross-pollinators. Baldwin, Gravenstein, John and Gold, King, and Mutsu and Wine Sap. So, in other words, you can plant a, a wine sap, and you won't need a cross-pollinator. But if you're growing Jonathan, or you're growing Golden Delicious, or you're growing Red Delicious, you're growing uh, uh, Macintosh, you're going to need a cross-pollinator. Okay? Okay. Does that make sense to you? So you got some- That makes you got some, so you've got some homework to talk to your wife about. Yeah. So I'm not talking about doing a whole orchard. I'm talking only about two, maybe three trees. So if you're doing I mean, two but, or three trees, I say if you planted a John of Gold, a Mutsu, and by the way, Mutsu's delicious. And what a, is it? Mutsu, M-U-T-S-U. Huh, okay. Yeah, Mutsu. Mutsu? Yeah, Mutsu would be a good one. Okay. Okay. Well, that works. I'm very informed now. I guess I will do a little bit more homework and discuss this with my wife. All right. You have a good day, okay? You have a great day. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, bye-bye. 457-1290. Let's go talk to Rich Pearson. Rich Pearson, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? It's happy spring, my friend. It's it's happening all around us. And, Still getting a little winter tease, but it's happening. Yeah, it's all right. It's 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 letting us know that uh, there's much to do in the landscape. And tell us what we ought to be doing right now, Rich Pearson. Well, I don't know if it's for a general what we everybody should be doing, but what I'm doing is uh, taking some great delight in actually uh, starting some seeds inside. Okay. And I've been doing this for years. 
particularly with my tomatoes and other nightshades, which are tomatoes, peppers, eggplants. Um, and it gives me a jump on the season because if I wait to self-sow them directly in, or direct sow them into the soil, that's like May 15th or so. I'm going to be waiting until August before I get any fruit. Right. So it gets ahead of the – advances the harvest a little bit. And it's – in general, it's just fun. <laughs> Uh, and I actually just walked down in the basement where I have my, my lights. What's that? I, I, I'm listening. This is, this is action radio. Oh, okay. Well, I just walked down to the basement to check on my, my little plantation down there. And uh, everybody's pretty well sprouted. And um, what I did with my blog post was try to kind of present it on a step-by-step basis with uh, – how to do it. Okay. I use shop lights, the four-foot shop lights, because they're fairly cheap. They're a whole lot cheaper than spending the money on what's called a grow light. Um, and then when I get the, the tubes, I make sure I get a cool spectrum as well as a red spectrum, or a blue spectrum as well as a red spectrum. That's probably a daylight and a, or a, a cool white and a daylight, um, instead of having to, once again, spend a whole lot of money for the grow light tube. Um, and that one double tube fixture will support two 1020 flats. A 1020 flat is a plastic tray that is about 10 inches by 20 inches. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm real obsessive about I don't like filling the flat with media and then planting seeds in that because I think it does some damage to either the young stems or the roots. I actually use little one-inch square uh, seeding flats. Okay. And I obsessively put one seed in each little little box there, um, and then I cover them with a dome. I also make sure that I put a, uh, a pot stick or a pot label in each row so I know what's in there. And I even put, I put the name of what it is, and I also put the date that I sew it on there. Um, then I cover it with a plastic dome. I put it under the lights. And I'm trying it two ways this year. I'm trying it with a uh, one of those soil or the soil heater or uh, germination mats underneath, and I'm trying it without. So far, I'm not seeing a big difference. So that means that the room is warm enough. You want to have your soil temperature somewhere between 60 and 70 degrees, if possible. Very and good. Um, you just wait for them to come up. One thing to not do: a lot of folks think they ought to fertilize once they sow the seeds. You don't want to do that. Wait until you see maybe your first true leaves uh, before you use a very, very dilute fertilizer solution. Mm-hmm. And uh, I let them grow until they're probably working on their second set of true leaves. And I pop them out of those little cells, and I put them into another cell, which is the, the cell pack that you'll see in a lot of garden centers. And I use one called an 804. It sounds like a highly technical term. What that means is there are four cells in each pack, and you can put eight of those packs in one of the 1020 trays. Cool, cool. Rich, thank and, you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Then I make sure I label those, and in about, uh, I would say, six to eight weeks from sowing, I will have plants that are ready to sit to the garden. Outstanding. You've saved some money along the way. Very good. Rich, it's good to talk to you. I hope you have a great Saturday, and we thank you so much for all you do for Garden Talk. It's time to go in the garden kitchen, and let's talk about broccoli. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. I don't want any George Bush jokes this week about broccoli, okay? (laughs) Broccoli is an edible green plant in the cabbage family who has a large flowering head. It's what we eat. In fact, we eat its stalk as well. Broccoli comes from the Italian plural of broccolini, and it means the flower of crest of the cabbage. And what's interesting about broccoli is that uh, broccoli is often boiled and it's often steamed. It's even eaten raw. 
Broccoli is classified as a crucifer vegetable, and most importantly, broccoli is extremely good for you. Broccoli's head resembles the cauliflower head to a certain degree, but broccoli, as a result of careful breeding by plant folks in the northern Mediterranean region around 6th century B.C. Think about this. The 6th century B.C. were breeding plants. Since that time of the Roman Empire, broccoli had became a very important food for Italians. Broccoli was brought to, to England around the mid-18th century, and from there it grew in its popularity. Broccoli is eaten all over the world today, and I highly encourage you to plant your broccoli today because it is the time to do so. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is broccoli. You've been into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the Garden Guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. When we return, more Garden Talk after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 803. 803- 385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. For over 35 years, Buckeye EcoCare has provided quality, on-time lawn care service. The same state-licensed route manager will service your lawn every time, every year. The legacy continues at Buckeye EcoCare with the most experienced staff, custom lawn care programs, a 48-hour service call policy, and outstanding customer service. Since 1984, Buckeye Care has been treating your lawns just like our lawns. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. Score huge savings during Cedar Hill Furniture's March Mania sales event. Now's the time to upgrade your home court with slam dunk savings for every room in your home. Get your winning deal today. Springtime is here, which means the threat of severe weather. WHIO is the only radio station in the Miami Valley with meteorologists monitoring local weather 24-7. From Clayton to Huber Heights and from West Carrollton to Moraine, keeping your family safe is our number one goal. On AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everyone. 6.54. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Rain likely throughout the day today. If you have any plans, make sure you grab the umbrella. We're looking at a high temperature of 58 degrees, breezy throughout the day. A cold front passes by, steeply dropping those temperatures in the afternoon and evening. As we go into the overnight hours tonight, we could see a few snowflakes before the precipitation is all said and done. Tonight's low 27 degrees. We're starting off with clouds on Sunday, ending with sunshine but much colder temperatures. High of 39 on Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows those uh, rain conditions we earlier spoke about. The rain that first came through this morning that uh, was following along I-75 has moved uh, slowly off to the east, while at the same time, there's more showers building over in uh, Indiana land right now. They're about one county over from the Ohio's Ohio Indiana line. We'll keep an eye on 56 at the airport, 55 in Wilmington, 54 in Eaton. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. 
Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to you, and thanks for listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. If you got a gardening question, we would love to hear from you today. At 457-1290, that's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio, and uh, we'll be more than happy to uh, help you along the way. Um, I'll talk a little bit more, a little bit about uh, about pl- what we call plant health care. And you say, what's plant health care? You know, you hear about health care for human beings and how plant, how uh how if we uh, eat right and sleep right, we take care of ourselves, we don't need to go see the doctor as often. Well, you know, plants are kind of the same. Um, and many times when it comes to um, diagnosing plant problems, it can be very difficult and also sometimes very hard to fix. But I will tell you, working with the right professional in many cases can help you really diagnose what the real problem is, what the real root of the problem is, and find a management solution that will save you money, save you time, and save you aggravation. Um, One of the classics that usually we see this time later uh, on in the month in June and July is chlorotic plant. So what's a chlorotic plant? You say, well, a chlorotic plant is a plant that has miscolored foliage. Um, it may have uh, foliage that uh, may not look right. Let's say it looks kind of off green. Maybe its veins are deep green and the, and the tissue between the veins of the leaf are yellowish to uh, some other color other than the color of green. That's a chlorotic plant, meaning that it's missing something nutrient-wise, possibly in the photosynthetic process. And so one of the things that uh, proper diagnosis means is before you apply any fertilizers or do any injections into the tree, you really need to pinpoint what the exact cause of that chlorosis is. Is it related to maybe road salt that was applied to the tree? Was it related to a nutrient deficiency or sometimes even a nutrient toxicity issue? Oh, that's got to be figured out. And that's why proper diagnosis is clearly the clear um, choice on how to diagnose plant problems. And a lot of times people um, will try to guess what this plant problem is. And in the end of the day, they're not very successful because they didn't follow what they call the scientific theory of how you figure things out. So we test. We don't guess. We test. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for our number one going off into the Garden Talk, Talk archives where you can listen to it again and again and again if you choose. Second of our Garden Talk is about ready to be launched. In the second hour, we'll have our good friend, uh, Mr. Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms, giving us some good information about how to avoid making costly mistakes when it comes to crabgrass control applications. Plus, next hour, we'll be taking your calls at 457-1290. We're going to be talking to a number of folks, including you. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you in the next hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.